Jersey and Amanda. Jam Nation. Just talking to Rosso before about Expo 88. Brisbane Expo 88. I think mm. the theme was leisure in the age of technology. I had just started at Beyond 2000. I think it was my first year. I would have been, what, 26? And all of us went up to Brisbane. I remember we oh. was part of it. We went in a, we had to fly down the river to film something, you know, the, the Brisbane River. Yeah. And we were in a private jet. You're flying a jet. Well, I didn't fly the jet, but we all had to because we all had to do something. All the yeah. the hosts of Beyond 2000. Right. And I was so intimidated to be there with Ian, who's lovely, and and um, and his wife Trish, who was one of the producers, mm-hmm. and there's Carmel and, the, you know, all the yeah. grown-ups. Carmel Travis, there's all a the name. All the grown-ups. And Simon yep. Reeve and, and I had name. only just started. We were the Junior Burgers. Yep. And it was Both the most- Both wearing matching jumpers, I'd imagine. Probably. Probably. Uh, regretting those jumpers because it would have been warm. It was the most thrilling, thrilling, for me also terrifying time during joining this new show. But Expo 88 was mm. everything. And if there was a show that had the word technology in it, yep. Beyond 2000 was going to be there. It was the future and there was a lot of argy-bargy because at the time Joe Bjorki-Peterson was the uh, Premier of the great state of Queensland and every other state didn't want a part of Expo 88. Until it got closer. It was like the Olympics. Yeah, but in the early days they had to... to, had to you know, sell it to the world, to the Expo 88 idea, so people would invest in it. And we were just on YouTube. That's the beauty of YouTube. We came across this great promotional video of Expo 88. World Expo 88 may start in Brisbane, but it certainly doesn't end here. And we'll be doing our utmost to ensure that you don't miss out on this international event. The success of World Expo 88 depends on you. Oh, no pressure. And then there's got pictures of people windsurfing. Let me guess, bikini girls? Bikini girls. There's always a clown in there. <laughs> oh, too a literal just... clown? No, not a jokey hockey Peterson, <laughs> an actual clown. And, you know, the obligatory shots of bikini girls, drinks with fruit in them and all that sort of stuff. And, and you're in, you're in. And then the but opening. The, but Australia did the opening of the, you know, it, it, this is the thing. We all embraced it. Yep. They say that this put Brisbane on the map. Bums on seats and... At the opening, there was none other than Kerry Ann Kennelly of course. and Tim Webster of course. hosting the opening on TV for the rest of the nation. Uh, curiously, they had daytime fireworks. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is opened by Sir Lou Edwards. There's the daylight fireworks. must have been up a ways away. I'm always amazed at that, though. I'm seeing a lot of smoke at the moment. I can't see too many fireworks, but there's an awful lot of smoke that's going in the More balloons. Well, that's right. They let a, a bunch of balloons into the sky. <laughs> daylight fireworks. Just, daylight fireworks. Just like the place was getting strafed. The footage looks like it's been bombed. It looks like Beirut. Who would have daytime fireworks? <laughs> I don't know. There was also a bit where Tim Webster said, oh, "It's been an amazing build-up." I was here yesterday <laughs> afternoon, and people were still around. It was still going. <laughs> Brisbane was awake in the afternoon. Well, they used what to a close shock. in the afternoon back in those days. But it did. It put it put it on the map. Did you go? Yes, went there, and it was the first time I'd ever been to Brisbane. In '88, and I thought, what a great city this is. Mm. And and I actually got to live in Brisbane a few years later, and I really I really liked it. It's a great city, and that whole area where they developed it at South Bank was pretty cool. And now South Bank is just extraordinary. There's restaurants, it's great, it's great, it's brilliant. But you know, everyone kept talking about the New Zealand Pavilion. Yeah, 
Yeah, and everyone talked about the New Zealand Pavilion. Johnny Young, they had Johnny Young, you know, Johnny Young of Young Talent mm-hmm. Time fame. He was banging on about it. Everybody, up to 12 million people will pass through this pavilion in the next six months because we're at the Cowrie Caves where children of all sizes are looking over the New Zealand Pavilion. And no wonder because inside visitors will be shown the mystical Maori legends and they'll be taken along a, a moving pathway past some absolutely amazing ice sculptures. Come on, kids, through you come. <laughs> The New Zealand Pavilion is only one of 72 pavilions here. It's called an escalator, mate. <laughs> a travel a later. moving pathway. <laughs> I think you find it's a travel later. A travel Escalator goes up. Children of all sizes? <laughs> but, but I never went in there because the queue was too long. The, everyone was, kept banging on about it. I actually yeah. asked Harley about it and he said... What was in there? He went in and a friend of his had designed it and he said, he can't remember what was in. He said maybe some sheep. I said, so he went for a perv. Right. But uh, I think he said it was just a big celebration of, of New Zealand. I said, yeah, but what was in there? What's it? Answer the, the question. pavilion. The qu- it's like when people know. talk about Red Dog when I was over in Western Australia. Was but, he in there? No, they just say, I, I say, what did Red Dog do? And they go, oh, Red Dog. And you go, yeah, but okay. Well, they made did a feature film yeah, about no, Red Dog. But even in the film, the Red Dog doesn't do anything. No. He just walks around and gets free lifts off That's people. enough. Now they call me cynic. Maybe they should make a film about the New Zealand pavilion <laughs> at Expo. <laughs> what did it do? Would you like to join us in a nostalgia hit, Tales of Expo 88? Well, specifically, I just want to know what was in the New Zealand Pavilion. If you can tell us what was in the pavilion, we'd be grateful. But yeah. have you got any other tales of... Well, you, you and Helen went. We you, went on a hovercraft. But also, you were... Was that your, sort of your first outing as boyfriend-girlfriend? Well, it, was a, it was a big deal because we travelled up in the car together. And, uh, and stayed together. And, and what did you tell together. your parents? Well, they weren't happy with it. My mum was like, well, what's going on here? And what was going on there? Well, not much. But <laughs> not much, but we stayed at caravan parks and went to Expo 88. Well, if you could make it juicier hop, than that. Rode a hovercross, a craft that cost us 20 bucks, like for the two of us to go on this hovercraft. That was the, Did you think that was a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 bucks, you buy a three-bedroom house in Queensland <laughs> for 20 bucks back then.